Hello everyone, welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. As I welcome my two brothers to uh, Funky's Lounge, welcome Baz, welcome Face. Uh, g'day boys, uh, good to be here again on this cold Thursday night, or are we Friday night? We're Friday, Friday night. night. <laughs> it is Friday. Hello Funky, hello Baz. Baz looking very stylish tonight in my jacket. Yes mate, and I'm going to keep it too. Better than that other woolen jacket that he had the other week. Oh, Did he, he get a hard time stuff. for that? He got it out. And the last podcast, and he wore it again. I heard he got a. I did hear he got a very hard time. It's like he's got a sheep on the inside. He did get a lot of attention, Baz. Yeah, it was very well written, very well. And anyone that understands fashion enjoyed it. (laughs) Seems as though nobody did. Well, nobody wears that these days. Now we've got a big episode tonight, boys. Of course, we're going to talk about our followers, but each segment it is carte blanche tonight. The gates are open, so everyone has access to every segment. So it's not funky doing, what do I do? I do, <laughs> would you rather. Uh, Baz doesn't have Baz's bake solely and faces fresh finds for, bloody thank God, we've relinquished <laughs> that. So uh, everybody has an opportunity to contribute to each run. We've got, would you rather, Baz's bake, I'll be nervous if faces fresh finds. I'll tell you what, uh, Baz. Just yes, mate. Question to Funky: Are you over your anger issues from last week? Mate? Oh, how good was that? I tell you what, that was one of the greats. That will go down in media, you know. Like you've got, you've got some of the greats off the footy show that will go down in history of Tremor Marmalade. So that bake that he did last week, tell you what, it went to another level. I had to uh, send out a letter to all my neighbours apologising for the foul language. Uh, from the Do you reckon night. Ben Brown actually trimmed his hair? <laughs> it worked. Whatever it did, it worked for West Coast, it worked for North Melbourne, didn't work for It Carlton. didn't work for Carlton, so uh, <laughs> clearly Baz's bake and uh, Funky's rev up a quarter time was very good. That's, faces that's Operation obviously. Pick One right there, not to work for Carlton. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, apparently Baz got some breaking news for us. Massive, boys. Massive breaking news. It's, this, is, this would be... This is going to shake the foundations of the Brossel and Light uh, Football Association. And I've got some, I'm going to call them shocking revelations about one of my brothers that I discovered tonight. What? I'm still shaking my head. I, oh, really? I'm very comfortable sitting here knowing it's not me. I will mention <laughs> it at some stage. I'm not stage. sure what you mean, mate. What are you talking about? Why do you think it's you? But um, I will bring it up at some stage tonight. Uh, Face, who are our followers, mate? Uh, last week, uh, we had a few followers on Funky Bad's face on our Twitter page, boys. So uh, welcome to our new brothers and sisters. Jim Congdon, uh, who is a port man, an avid Redback supporter. There's not too many of these days. Avid? Well, he, he, he's, he's happy to say he's that, is he? He's avid. He's got a Redback's uh, supporter. He, he loves uh, following the cricket. He actually tweeted a few days ago that he had six days and 18 hours remaining to convince his wife that he needed to purchase, uh, purchase a used Darren Lehman Australian cricket bag from eBay. So I hope that goes well, Jimmy. There's a link there between uh, Jim and uh, Risden Cricket, who's obviously... Risden Cricket, they're all over us at the moment. Follow the progress of our boy Cam Tahini very, very closely. Um, Nathan Watson, a big support supporter, so welcome, uh, Watto. Jordan Keneal, he's the social media coordinator at afl.com.au, so closely keep an eye on tabs on uh, Funky Mm -hmm. Bear's face. Tim Geddes, gave us feedback about... The Ghetto Blaster. Sprays, the ghetto, Ghetto Blaster. Said love the quarter time spray last week. So, so what's the go with Tim? Is he your mate face, Tim? He Davis? is a mate, yeah. Does he like you? I, I, believe, <laughs> I believe he does. <laughs> what's, what's his go? What does he do? He's just a Carlton supporter, mate. Oh. But he's a big, big honcho in uh, Bendigo Bank. So a lot of those boys oh. listening to us through uh, the Ghetto Blast. Do you reckon 
they call in the ghetto blaster in the Bendigo Bank? <laughs> I, I think that would be on their uh, when send they, them emails. When they email, do they say, let's get approval through the ghetto blaster? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that occurs. That would be pretty awesome. Because the last um, Gettys that I knew played for the Crows, what was his name? Andrew Gettys. Andrew Gettys. Yeah, no. But maybe we'll do that um, off air. Uh, the last one uh, was uh, Filthy Phil on Twitter. He introduced the monkey muscle to me this week. Never heard, you boys heard of the monkey muscle? No, no. Never heard of monkey muscle. It was in relation to Kevin Durant going down in the uh, NBA finals. That's your boys, Golden State Yes, Warriors. I told you, I told you. Golden, they're in trouble. So uh, Jimmy Harden and the Rockets, I'll tell you what. They still won though. The they, they still won. So now they're 3-2 up. There we go. Golden State. And my boys, uh, Philadelphia. No uh, good. They're back. No good. No, they won game six today. I did that. So no. they're good. Okay. That's it, fun. Well um. Uh, would you rather? So I'm hoping that you boys have contributed to Would You Rather yeah. this week. I haven't checked to see if you have, as we don't do homework here. But um, my first one is: Would you rather play Jared Roughhead for the Hawks and Josh Jenkins for the Crows? <laughs> <laughs> have I just stolen that yours? Is why would you rather? There we go. Or would you rather play the kids? And I'll tell you why I've chosen them. Um, I think Roughhead. Well, I haven't followed them closely enough, but his record is unbelievable, isn't it? For him to get dropped this week is a massive shock. Yeah. Well, he's at the end of the career. Jenkins still yeah. got a few years left. Yeah. Well, his contract's another three years. Yeah, maybe two, two after this one, I think. Mm. Yeah, big money, though. Yeah. Um, rough end wouldn't be on that money. But, you know, he's rough end's won flags, isn't he? Yeah, captain. Not, not as captain, yeah. but he's won flags. I tell you why I've brought though, that, that up is because when... Don Pipe dropped Jenkins. Everyone was about, oh, they're replacing for someone who averages less than a goal than a game in a sample. When they were, and so highly critical of Pipe. When they dropped Roughhead, it was Clarkson's ruthless. He, <laughs> um, very astute leadership, would do nothing will stand in his way for success, yeah. just contrasting um, um, opinions. The response from both Jenkins and Roughhead have been poles apart too. Yeah. Jenkins obviously said he was very disappointed. He handed out a lot of phone, you know, sort of filthy. What did Roughhead say? Roughhead said, "Well, I'll get back if I'm playing good footy. Then I'll get back in the side when it's my turn to get back." So quite diplomatic. So I've stolen you. Would you rather? Is That's that right? No, I've got another one. Yeah, okay. give it. Give would it you me. rather? I feel privileged being in part of. Would you rather? Fun? Would you rather be host of the footy show or be host of Funky Bass Face? <laughs> well, there is no footy show. <laughs> well, yeah, the footy show's gone. Baz? I'd rather be host of the footy show because at least you get another job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might not. You're yeah. part of the decline of the footy show that's been operating I for think, 26 years. I reckon, Baz, didn't you tweet Narrowly Meadows I did. this week to say... I did. You, keep keep uh, your warrior. And you, you said, I know you know it's going to get axed, and then three days later it gets axed. <laughs> well, she said last, last week, she had a crack at the Crows Frio uh, game. She oh, did. Yeah. Saying that we're always bad games. I'm like, hey, Narrowly. Have a look in your own backyard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you've got guys that don't even know AFL, you know, as your hosts. They're, they're in all sorts. Just on that, Quartz, who's uh, our mate from a couple of weeks ago, Anthony Alessiani, he uh, tweeted out, the footy show's decline can be traced to the sacking of Trevor Marmalade. The irony is that he always stood at the front bar. Very Yeah, I don't mind that one. What do you got, Baz, for well, a would you rather? Here's an interesting would you rather. Would you rather, and this guy has been much maligned uh, by the Crows faithful, would you rather David McKay or Hamish Hartlett? That is a good one. 
That, well, that, I'll tell that you why, why it made me think of it just driving around in my climate van this week is that Dave McKay, he's been maligned, but I think he's been excellent this year. You don't hear anyone bag him now. His run and his pace through the midfield is super important. He was quick last week. Hamish Hartlett's his been injured. His ball use is very good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't have anyone else like him either. That's what's yeah. making him quite unique. Well, Seisman was the one also that was probably meant to take his yeah. spot, but they've kind of played together. Because uh, what, what, two, two five or ten years ago, it's a no comparison. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, McKay's probably getting close to 200 games now. He, and he would have done it. Yeah. And yeah. Hartlett. Early draft pick, but missed might have a lot of years. Probably hasn't played Missed a lot. Has never really fulfilled his potential, really. Was going to leave the club, stay, yeah. play some good footy, then did his name. In terms of their best footy? Hamish Hart, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Do you have any others? I've got, I've got one more. Would you rather your team at the end of the year finish eighth or last? Depends if we've made a dodgy um, draft pick with Carlton again or not. No, let's, let's say you haven't because that, <laughs> no. that, that's a once-off. You'd rather finish eighth because when you're finishing last, I know you're going to get the best kid in the land, but your club's in all sorts. It's turmoil. You've obviously yeah. got the rest of your list is obviously bad. Yeah. Eighth, you could have an up-and-coming list. And then next year you have a big crack at it. So I'd rather be eighth. Yeah. You want a chance to play finals footy every year? Yeah. I'd, I'd rather go eighth. And I think well, at least you've had some sort of hope during the year. That's you've right. played finals. Yeah. Your players have already got something good about them. Your administration yeah. is doing something right. When you're last, you might as well. When you're last, be... you're last. Yeah. Uh, thanks for contributing to that, boys. I Very good. Enjoyed Anytime, that. Fun. Yeah, thanks. Now, I'm just going to have a little segue here. You mentioned driving in your van, Bazza. Yes. Now, I've been led to believe that driving in your van this week, have you been making some non-air conditioning appointments? No. No, no. I'm, I am committed to the climate brand. Yeah, I, I understand you're committed. Have you had any like medical appointments this week? <laughs> well, if I do, mate, that's obviously a personal nature, and I wouldn't want to disclose that on Funky Bazin. No, you would not, but I'm prepared for you to discuss it. <laughs> now, Face... Our brother, our is an integral part of Funky Basin Face, but let's say he's a, he's a bloke's bloke, isn't he? He he's very blokey, yeah. but he does is known to look after himself with like a sheet line jacket. Yes. Look after yeah. himself. Oh, so going with that. <laughs> there's there's another level to looking after yourself. I have been told, led to believe, on an impeccable source, he has booked in this coming Tuesday for Botox. Well, Funky, I think you're the only person in South Australia that doesn't know that Baz has Botox. Well, we're talking needle, we're talking Botox here. I cannot confirm or deny this. All I can say to you... Botox. All I can say to you, right, is that girls get their breasts done, right? Girls get lips done. Girls get eyeliner done. They get hips done, even ass implants, (laughs) even even that. Calf implants these days. Calf implants, whatever they want to do. And boys, we just have to go El Natural. They go bald, they go grey, they go fat. We can't do anything not, not about ourselves. Bald, and you know what? I've had enough of this. I <laughs> am going to inject myself with as much <laughs> with as much artificial stuff to keep myself young. Benjamin Button sort of stuff. Hey, there's only hey. one Benjamin Button in this band. We know who that is. Hey, they girls play AFL footy, right? That's never been done before. So just because it hasn't been done, you shouldn't shy at it or, or not <laughs> not support it. I love how Baz introduces a new word that doesn't When you talked about medical episode. procedures before, the mm. overwhelming uh, belief would be that 
a lot of those people would have some self-esteem issues. <laughs> no, there's nothing, nothing wrong with looking after yourself. Like we comb our hair, don't we? We put on nice clothes. We so inject what? needles into our eyebrows. That's right. There's no problems well, with that. Why not? He so, does. so when girls get their breasts done, it makes them feel good about themselves and other people, I suppose, as well. But it makes them feel good about themselves. You do why have a very we? nice, uh, uh, smooth forehead, Matthew. That's all I'm going to say. Very good. Mm, it's very interesting. No, I, I think it sh- should be done more. And I think I've got another person that's probably pretty keen, Josh Bray. Very keen on getting that. We're going to go for a two for one deal. Old crazy. Yes. I think there's a certain amount of grace with aging oh. gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm going to age disgracefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I just thought I'd drop that, but um, this is like a bit of a shake, shake your head for me. Okay. Um, Baz's Bake. Well, before we do that, boys, I'm going to go rogue here. I'm going to give you some breaking news. I just cannot hold this in any longer. Boys, there's going to be a comeback tomorrow. Baza Harris is playing the B grade for the Barossa Bulldogs. (laughs) Really? Yep. Playing at Williston Oval. 12 knee running out there against the Donny Brooks. Um, Coming out there, I'm not sure what number I am. Does Jane know you're playing it? Uh, she's got a fair idea that I'm playing it, so... <laughs> Have you checked check the weather forecast? I don't care about that. That's all right. So and Williston Oval, just for non-Barossa people, the, the biggest oval in Barossa. That's all right. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, pretty quick, I'm pretty quick sort of player. And, so. and the Donnybrooks, their uh, nickname is, you know, have a Donnybrook. They don't mind a bit of a scuffle. I'm not keen on fighting. But, um, yeah, so... Um, is the helmet making an appearance? Just no, no, no so. helmet. No helmet. No, no gold boots, though. Gold the, he- boots. the helmet is off. I tell you what, I went up to the 40th celebration last week, saw Baz running for the A grade. It wasn't a hell of a lot of pace, I must say, even delivering. Don't need messages. pace, mate, when you got uh, craftiness. So uh, yeah, that's well, good luck, Baz. Thank you, boys. Thank you. I'm very, very excited about that. That's that's big news, what, boys. What is the size of your shorts? Uh, they're big ones. Yeah, they're about forty-two, forty-four. Forty-two. Yeah, they're big ones. Forty-two. They're big ones. Yeah. Um, for just picture everyone basically um, Eddie Betts who's like a small yeah. medium but he wears an extra extra large shorts that's what it looks like on Baz well buggy uh, um, come back I'm going to I'm going to go with a Baz bake yeah alright so I'm going to kick this off boys I'm not happy boys <laughs> <laughs> boys I'm not happy now Stephen May oh people are saying to ba- bake. people are saying to back off with Stephen I can see the May. He's only had one beer. He hasn't committed a crime. He needs to live his life. Now, let's give some context to this. He's joined a new club. He's come in to that club in appalling condition. He hasn't played a game. Rumoured to be on 800000 a year. He's currently injured. In his new club, he was very, very happy to sign can up. I, can I just help no, there? No, no, no. no. He's very, very happy to agree to that deal with that club that I don't drink while I'm injured. Stephen May, and for anyone who is supporting him, you cannot have it both ways. You can't have the money. You can't have the club of choice. You can't have a fame unless you want to set the standards. And it annoys me that people want to protect him. He has got such a good deal. And if he has that deal and he's chosen to not give up, to it's give great, up, going to a pub and having a drink in public, he needs to give that up. And people are saying about standards, he does not need to meet standards. He, he has got no choice. He must exceed the standards. Oh. He's got to set standards that every other player has got to look up to say he's exceeding what we're about at the Melbourne Football Club. 
I, I think it's a, it's a cracking uh, bake. And when I went to Marion Footy Club from Barossa, getting paid 200 bucks a game, to me, I did everything I could. I, I, like, I didn't drink, I trained more nights a week than I should have. I wanted to be the best I could be to impress my new teammates. And it, to me, it's exactly the same thing. If I'm impressing Marion teammates or Melbourne teammates on 800 grand a year, it's the same thing. You need people's respect. And you know, what I take you to task in, or not take you to task, is that I don't think he's injured. I think he's just fat. <laughs> is he injured? I don't think there's nothing wrong with him. Oh, mm. groin or a calf or something. I don't think there's nothing wrong with him. I think he's just mm. not but, in great shape. It, and it sounds like there's off-field issues too. Wouldn't you be embarrassed? He's getting, he's mm. getting like, what is it, $50,000 a game to sit on his ass. Mm. Like, and it costs I think it's picks, disgraceful. Jesse Hogan and a couple of other picks. I too, think it's so. disgraceful what he's what he's doing. I, I'd be super embarrassed if I was him. So that's my intro to Baz's bake. What do you got, Face? Well, well, boys, I'm not happy, boys. Mm. I'm not happy. <laughs> um, my bake this week is on Damien Barrett. Now, boys, he's nicknamed Purple, probably because you know, I'm channeling a bit of last week. He resembles a purple-headed warrior at times, and that's right, he's a dickhead. But he again has provided some clickbait and put out there that a showdown should be played at the MCG. Are these guys so up themselves or has he just been a total flog? The showdown is a game that has to be played at the Coliseum of SA Football and that is the 60,000 Stadium Arena of Adelaide Oval. The idea that an SA club would play a home game and that it'd be Port or Adelaide taken away at the MCG is preposterous. How about those dickheads come over to Adelaide to watch it or those dickheads from Channel 7 play one of the best rivalries in football on a Friday night on primetime TV. Otherwise, here's the alternative. They schedule Anzac Day game between Essen and Collingwood at the Adelaide Oval and see how the Victorian members will like it. That's my bake, boys. No, I, I, don't, I think you've got this wrong face. They're actually, they're, actually, they're actually talking it up. They're saying that it wouldn't be amazing for all the Victorians to see how good this game but is. But it wouldn't be the same spectacle unless it's at the Adelaide They're not Oval. being serious about at, at, at MCG. They're saying how great this is, and they're actually bagging their own brand. They're bagging Collingwood and Carlton, saying that that used to be great, not anymore. I, I, I think we've had fantastic publicity out of this. this, this well, all of the Victorians are talking about the game. I agree with your face that it doesn't have to be played at the MCG to be made a spectacle of it. It needs to be played Friday night or free-to-air um, instead of whatever other yeah. game there is, but they need to pick it up. The Port Crows rivalry is by far and away the greatest rivalry in the whole competition. Those matches, regardless of where they sit in the ladder... Is it bigger than Essendon, Collingwood, and Anzac Day? But by, no, I don't uh, agree with that. I reckon, you know what, I think actually they're overrating it a bit. They've had two cracking games last nah, year. No, nah. the, the ledger's split yeah. over 20 years. The ledger is split 50-50. Yeah. I reckon the rivalry, if you think It of, could be a blowout this week and then everyone stops nah, talking about it. The, it. the history has been pretty solid over the last Just quietly. Years. Let's hope there's a blowout this week. <laughs> what do you got, Baz? Boys, I'm not happy with... <laughs> I'm not happy with the mid-season draft. I tell you what, it is an absolute disgrace and they're making a mockery of the SNFL, the Waffle and the VFL that you can pick players mid-season so you've got a cracking start to the you've won your first five or six games and they take your best player out. How does that happen? Like poor South Adelaide, they're going to lose another Rutman. They already lost one at the start of this year, it's a just before the start of the year. So you're saying that it's a feeder competition, yeah. but you've got to give it respect. I agree. If you just treat it as, as a feeding ground for the big big clubs, then can you imagine old, old mate Joe Smith going to follow his team? If you just lose all love for that club, yeah, and once you lose the supporters, 
then the players don't want to play there, they play country. It's so important that the SNFL, the second tier competitions, have respect above everything else. And I don't think the AFL is treating it with that respect at the moment. You can't have a mid-tier, sorry, a mid-season draft. To me, it's just disgraceful. I, I love a mid-season draft. Well, you I've... are. Well, I, I'm I'm surprised for someone that put his blood, sweat, and tears into that competition that you're happy for, say, your best player to leave eight games in. Who would I, be your best player at Woodville West Torrens when you were there? Uh, Justin Sikalala or Gavin Coles. So you're happy for Go- Colville or Sikalala to go after eight games? Not when I was involved in the club. <laughs> <laughs> um, i tell you what I love about the mid-season draft is giving someone the opportunity to play at the highest level and there's an opportunity for a, a great story for a player to make a massive difference at a club. I completely agree that you need to respect the lower levels. What I would like to see with a mid-season draft is the trading. We talked about some of the players before tonight. Like we said, how good would it be to have... You talked about some of the Sydney players. How good would it be to have them? Or if there's a Ruckman sitting on a... Let's say a Ruckman sitting uh, as an extra for Collingwood at the moment. Can't get a game. Mm. And then if you've got a team that's crying out for a Ruckman, wouldn't it be good to get, get that player? I reckon that'd be fascinating to have that. It happens season. in basketball a lot in other in other um, it, codes. As I just reckon too much respect for that second tier, it just drops right away. And then in thirty years' time, you won't be able to find that player there because he's playing country with his mates, having a beer. Because he's not going to put time into that second tier competition. No. Mm. What What about the guy who gets the opportunity to play at the highest level? Yeah, but and, and, and what's the chance? No, but, but a... something way more important than that is is the integrity of that competition. Yeah, I think you make. You make a good point. Thank you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be nervous if, and I've got one. Um, I'll be nervous if I was Brendan Bolton, and mm. I think we talked about him a little bit. Yeah. But have a listen to this. Out of the next six games, so they've won <laughs> oh, one no. so oh, far. No. They've won See one. Mitch McGovern's back this week. Mm. The next That's six: from hamstring. one hamstring. Collingwood, Giants, Essendon, no. Brisbane. Where at? Uh, Brisbane at home. No. Uh, two others are probably less than 50-50, but, they, but, but they're almost like no chance. Uh, then they come into the bye, and then Frio away. Oh. So they got five toughies out of the next seven, and the other two are uh, St Kilda and Western Bulldogs. So they want to really move forward from last year, don't they? They've, yeah. they've got great young kids there, and you can see them in two to yeah, three but years. The young kids are going to get smashed and not, and not progress if they keep on losing. Like the ones that are in there already. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting what they do with Bolton, whether they persist or ask for a change. What's I'd be space? nervous if I was Kurt Tippett. <laughs> All right, Kurt Tippett's just left the AFL. Is, that right. because, is he selling pies at the Sydney Cricket Ground and no one's well, turning it's a shocking. Hot, it's a shocking turnout. Uh, hot dogs, I think it was last oh, week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Kurt Tippett uh, is gone from the AFL. He is no longer an AFL listed player as of yesterday. So he's been in the AFL for the last 10 years and um, he is gone now. So what's he going to do? He, he's not a great bloke. He hasn't got a lot of mates. That's what I hear on the, on the lowdown from my sources. And... What's he going to do? Like, he, he has got a lot of money for doing absolutely bugger all for the last 10 years. Even Balfour's commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. That's all I'm just, just saying, because he's no longer at AFL. Tell you what, Kurt Tippett mm. cost us Brody Grundy. Pick 18 we lost through that draft. Not that you have Rogers face. I'd be nervous if I'm the Gold Coast Suns and Isaac Rankin doesn't immediately sign a contract extension. Out 
further for another four, six, maybe more yeah, weeks with a hamstring. It's not the Suns' fault, mate. No, I'd be nervous if I'm them and he uh, has a little bit of homesickness. Not playing footy, can't get his body right, suddenly he misses mum and dad in his home environment. Lacocious is not going that well either. He's been dropped for the last couple of weeks. Mm. He's probably just a bigger chance to return to Port though, isn't he? Like He ate a Port. <laughs> but if <laughs> he's got a choice. Port bring players back pretty well and recruit very well, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Got any others, Baz? Uh, no, no, I do not. Well, we I'm... launch into Faces Fresh Finds. Yep. My uh, Fresh Finds, boys, and I'm glad you're having uh, uh, participation in my uh, weekly segment. LeBron James yeah, we had to, had to earned $49 million for the last NBA season. So $49 million for his season with the Lakers. Now, those that know his Twitter account on the weekend may have wondered why he's so excited about Liverpool's big win over Barcelona. He actually owned 2% of the Anfield club. Um, at the time, it cost 2%. him... Yeah, 2%. So at the time, it cost him $9 million to, for that 2%. That Now, that total worth is estimated to be $50 million. Wow. So that's why he's very happy. I reckon happy, he can't make money buying sporting clubs. Well, he just did. He just... Uh, mm. He made $41 million. I reckon it's, so. it's a very expensive interest, but um, good yeah. example where you can... I've got a Faces Fresh Find. This is something I found during the week. Now, pretty much everyone watched Liverpool but versus Barcelona. Incredible game. Yeah, uh, the Champions League's probably the best competition. It has to be the best competition in the world. Carl Roberts is a BBC uh, sports <laughs> reporter, BBC Wales. Oh, yeah, that's good. So one of the commentators said about Alison Becker, who's the goalkeeper for Liverpool, made a number of brilliant saves. Alison Becker, you are worth your weight in gold. So Carl Roberts, a smartass, and his uh, tweet generated 37,000 likes and 5,000 retweets. He went, hang on a minute. Worth his weight in gold. He's currently 91 kilos. Gold is worth 31,000 pounds a kilo. That makes his value to be 2.8 million pounds. His transfer fee to get him to Liverpool was sixty-seven million pounds. <laughs> so uh, very, very uh, funny. Tweet. I did see a follow-up tweet saying maybe he's worth his value in Bitcoin. Yes, I did see that. Now I don't really have a phrase have a face as fresh fine, but I've got something that I have found uh, which is fresh and it's a face. And have you noticed throughout like yours in Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed throughout the AFL? The re-emergence of the blonde hair is starting to come back. The tips are coming back. All the young kids have got blonde tips. They're starting to come back. It's no, been a long time. Oh, yeah. I it haven't has. noticed. It has. There's a lot of blonde hair with tips coming back. <laughs> so it's taken a long time. I've stood my ground. And now I'm going to be at the forefront of fashion, not only with a little bit of Botox. Once again, mate. Yeah, once again. So if you keep an eye out, there's a lot of blonde tips happening. Are you getting the locks uh, touched up before tomorrow's big game at Williston Oval? In the no, mate, night? I had it a few weeks ago. <laughs> getting a foot, uh, you know, like a finals haircut. Big game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Donald Dickey. Do you know what I would like to see in footy? Mm. I'm, always, I'm a bit bemused at the moment that everyone looks the same. Yes. Everyone is a Guernsey out and a socks down. In our era growing up, it was do your team proud mm -hmm. tuck your guernsey in pull your socks, socks up. up yeah i would like to see the return of the socks yeah well, i think i think it demonstrates the full kit 
of the team. Probably not going to sort of change my sort of day much, mate. It's not really going to. I'd like to see Adelaide go fifteen and zip. So that's sort of my issue. With oh, well, I would like to see the socks up to the knees, and I'd like <laughs> to see that because what's happened? Every, there's been a momentum shift of all socks down. Yeah, I haven't really noticed it, to be honest. But I, I think it's. You yeah. know, how different does it look back in, mm. in the 80s? Everyone was Guernsey in socks up except for like Gary McIntosh. It's the yeah. hard, hard working football on that. Socks down. I think we're going to see yeah. a change. I think we're going to see it soon. Okay. Um, now, are you going to ask me a question? Why do you hate Geelong, mate? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it's just me, but they really grate me, Geelong. It's, it's their smugness. It's their... Does it have know, anything to do with the selection this week? Uh, I haven't seen this election. But I don't know if it's because of their father's sons. They got all for free. You got <laughs> Scarlet, the Ab- you got, they got two Ablets, they got Hawkins in the father's son. I don't know if it's Dangerfield, the way he's just strutting around, big, massive head wobbler. I don't know what it is. It, is it the Ablet, how he left for cash and he's came back for glory? I don't know about that. But is it just me or do you boys agree with that? Uh, they seem to get the rub of the green too with umpiring and that. What annoyed me this week with Geelong, they named Joel Selwood their captain as an emergency. So they know there's going to be a change. Why even do that? Ablett and Dangerfield are, are both listed as, you know, potential outs. They put their captain as... I've always team. liked Geelong That's until smart. Dangerfield joined them. Mm. I've always, always thought they're a great team to watch. There's always something unique about them. They always play great football. I thought when Malcolm Blight coached them, they were great to watch. I've always supported them. For, I've thought they've had great, exciting players as a non-Geelong Jeez, supporter. You've always really hate Dangerfield, don't you? Um, yeah, he's, he's just changed it for me. Yeah, right. Then I think yeah. I agree with you. I think he's become, I saw him on the front bar, he's become very smug. Mm. Yeah. That, he he, he uh, did a podcast this week, which I listened to. Oh, yeah. And it was, he, he said that he was 18 months out. He knew that he was going from the Crows. And he said he had three lines uh, that he said over and over and over again. I just want to concentrate on my footy. I haven't made up my mind. And I just want to see how the year pans out and then we'll see how we go. And he said that over and over. He said it, and he did it on purpose that people would get bored of it. That was his... 18 months out. Yeah. It's a fair bit. Mm. Uh, Boys, thank you for tonight. Thank you for um, sharing all our segments. Um, No profanities tonight, so it was very good. (laughs) Um, I'll see you all next week. Very good, boys. Thank you. See you, Buzz. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Funky Buzz and Face, three brothers talking footy and... Action-packed episode tonight, boys, big, as I welcome uh, Baz and Face into Thank Funky's you. office tonight. Hello, Hello Funky. Hello, Baz. Fresh from my B-grade return, boys, <laughs> from my return into football. Well, let's talk about you first. Oh. <laughs> we thought <laughs> we'd bring it up. And surprise, surprise. He brings it up himself. No, how, how did you go, mate? Well, I'm glad you asked. But uh, <laughs> no, it went quite well. I enjoyed uh, being amongst the boys again and, and getting into the... The nitty gritty and the, the liniment into there, and we didn't get to sing the song, unfortunately. We, Look, that's we great, but let's yeah. cut the chase. You got best on ground. Well, well, that that, that come along too. So you got that, smashed that by nice. seven goal, but you got B. Yeah, that was quite nice. That was quite nice. So it was good to be back. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've been dropped this week because the wife doesn't let me play. So I'm out this week, which is disappointing. But I'll be back soon. I didn't know she was a selector at BDFC. Well, so she's a now, very very yeah. senior selector. Yeah. <laughs> What did you do well last week? What were some of the attributes to your game? Um, I think 
that uh, most of the other blokes don't really know much where to run and stuff. So I just was smart, didn't sort of Special move Special mention to... to any of your teammates. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't sort of move, you know, overly, overly well. So I just sort of snuck in and we were getting beaten. There's probably not a lot of competition. But anyway, in the, in the black and white, mate, in the newspaper, it says M. Harris best. I reckon he would have run a bit harder in the second half thinking that, oh, I reckon I'm doing all right here. I'm well, like, well, voting, they, voting slips have been given out. They said, they said to me, oh, do you want to come off in the last cross? I said, no, I'm all right, no. boys. <laughs> I'll push through the Did pain. Did you get a, like a $20? No, I didn't get a presentation. I'd come yeah. straight home, so I missed yeah. out on the presentation. Face, you're going well. Do you want to talk about you so we don't just talk about Baz? No, or? I'm all about the team. Yeah, very boys, good. So three versus five. Thanks very much. Big episode tonight. Again, we're going to talk about our brothers and sisters. So I had a special want to have a special mention with a couple of them tonight. We're going to have Would You Rather and I'll Be Nervous If. And we've also got a special guest on tonight, Face, which we'll talk about. Uh, an Ardent Crows fan, political writer, and a social media heavyweight that we're going to bring well, into the good. episode tonight. So I'm really looking forward to that. Face, brothers and sisters, who have we got? I thought you had him actually, Punk, so... I do. Well, I had... <laughs> Good. How's that for preparation? Had a great chat to Callum Wallace this week. Yes. He listened in when we had a special mention about his father, Malcolm, yeah. Yeah, and yes. he said, really appreciated that. Mm. Ever since then, he's been hooked on us. Oh, So wow. he listens to us every week, and also his sons, Lockie and Zach, they... That, they think we go right, so... Uh, well, Callum has actually signed up for the over-35s game coming up very soon. Beautiful. Uh, vintage rules? Vintage rules. And he's going to wear funky no, boots. You're not playing because you're overseas. That's right. Face will be I'm playing. In. I'm in. So Callum Wallace will wear funky's boots, so that's a little bit of a... So he'll uh, kick, kick uh, out in the fall. Yeah, and, and yeah, high. And high. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also had... I think Twitter's been going pretty crazy, but uh, we didn't really... Wisdom pre- Cricket and Jim mm. Congdon boys, a couple of new, newcomers to Funky's face. Uh, very, very keen. Jim Congdon, been buying all this stuff on eBay. Cricket aficionado, loves the Redbacks. Um, plenty of stuff going on there, uh, Funky. One of what's in his... Get back. Yeah. <laughs> the team who could be in our team in the year is Jock Cameron, boys. He, he has been feverish in listening to this. As soon as this gets downloaded, he's onto it, replying to it. Bit of banter with it as well. Uh, he's, he's in the centre at the moment because probably better than his football career at the moment, but he's in the centre, I'd in the say, centre. for our team of the year. Well, it's going to be very competitive this year. Last year's team was just full of people. Who, you know, We had a 200-game Collingwood captain in our team <laughs> last year. We had Emsey in there last year, so uh, it's going to be a hard team to break into. Well, but... welcome, Jock. Surely you're listening. Boys, great chat to Tom. Cracking article that he writes there, or had a read of the article this week in prep, so I'm going to go back and have a bit of a read when I've got some time. Yeah, great listen. Very good. Uh, So we're going to cut down some of our segments. We're just going to go this week with Would You Rather, and I'll be nervous if, and uh, Baz and I are contributing to Would You Rather. Do you want to kick off, mate? Well, I've got one which is quite topical, boys, and I'd like to to hear your uh, opinions on it. Would you rather be Liverpool or Man City? Well, okay, you boys have got no idea, right? No, so, I... so Liverpool, okay, Champions are about League. to pl- be in the Champions League. They've just been done for the EPL title. Heartbreaking. Mm. Lost one game for the year. Mm. They've got the r- nearly record amount of points, points the third yeah. most points ever in the EPL. Still lost. They've made an unbelievable season. And they've still lost, and everyone's taking the piss out of them, like having a crack at them, right? So they're, but they're in the Champions League final. Or would you rather be Man City, who have 
won, won, the title. won the title, but not in the Champions I'd League final. Liverpool. It's a very good. That's what I was either. asking for, boys. But you gave me no. Donuts. I, I just needed time to think about it because yeah, process it, mate. Uh, I've. I don't like Liverpool. to give our brothers and sisters dead air. You, you were giving them dead air. Right? I, I, want, I want... Give us think time, mate. So, Liverpool, and that's a very good would you rather. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? Well, I'd go Man City, because that whole comp that I've been playing all year, each week, it, when they play multiple the games... The Champions League is... The I get that. that I get that. Massive, we yeah. saw the excitement around it, but the Premier League, that's your... You yeah, stand there in the middle with the cup and the trophy. Well, you don't do the, the same. Yeah. Come on, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is one of the worst arguments I've ever heard. Um, what would be interesting is what's the financial reward if you win the EPL versus if you win the Champions League? I think the Champions League would be white. It'd yeah. be huge. Yeah, it'd be massive. Because you've got all of Europe in there. Like you've yeah. got Barcelona all there. Uh, is it yours? It's yeah. mine. Exactly. Would you rather be a 50-game premiership player or a 300-game champion with no premiership CNA? I think you've done this one before. Do you know why I've done it tonight? Because Tom Boyd has... Oh, you've just stolen mine too. Retired. <laughs> and uh, he won his premiership 36 games mm. in. What would you he, rather? He's 50 always games premiership he's a player? Because he's always remembered for that. You know what? Like he, he's had so many issues with mental health, and everyone was bagging him because he's getting a million dollars a year and not performing. But all that matters is a flag. That's all that matters, and he's done that. What would you rather have fifty games in a flag or three hundred and no? I'd probably. How many? How many players have played? Would have played? You know, roughly fifty games and a flag. There'd be quite a few more than we think. I reckon. Um, the ultimate is the flag, but the ultimate's not to go. I'd go the way out. So would I. The ultimate is not the way that Tom Boyd's. That's a bit selfish, I reckon, going 300. But yeah. 300 is a very personal thing. A flag is a team thing. Yeah. But I probably, I mean, I've won a flag. It's, it's amazing. The, the, yeah. the feeling that you get when you win a flag is. You won three, mate. I have. And the, the, yeah, all three of them, the feeling is something that you can't describe. No, I agree. But yep. childbirth's pretty good. I didn't really do anything with childbirth. But ch- childbirth is good, but winning a flag's right up there. Anyway, uh, do we give you an answer? I don't know. Oh. Um, you got another? All right. Well, I was going to say, would you rather Buddy Franklin, would you rather have recruited Buddy Franklin or Tom Boyd? Franklin. Yeah, but Franklin hasn't won a flag for Sydney. Yeah, but you said, who would you rather recruit? That's right. So your team hasn't changed, but your player has... So Tom Boyd's won a premiership with Western Bulldogs. It's a pretty good re- recruitment getting Boyd because he won you a flag. That's right. But everyone thinks that Buddy Franklin's been amazing for Sydney, which he has, but he hasn't won him a flag. Return on investment for Buddy. Did so Tom Boyd win Western Bulldogs a flag? Or was he, he did. Part of, was no, he part he, of the team? He was very outstanding in that final he series. Was, he yeah. was, was he? But is that, does it mean that Buddy Franklin hasn't delivered a flag for Sydney because of him, or is it the, the team? He was close. But what's your answer? Buddy Franklin. Answer? Oh boy, you won your flag. I agree, face. I agree with you. Would you rather eat an unlimited amount of free takeaway of your choice for a year or have someone else cook your own meals every night for a year? There's a reason why I'm bringing that up. Someone else? Someone are, else. are they female? <laughs> I'll go someone no. else, Funky. You can't eat takeaway all year. Oh, even, I'd, even I'd, you. I'd give it even a Even you. You've got your McDonald's sticker on your <laughs> car window. That's great. You Depends on who the person is. Upsize. That cooks your food. Yeah. 
Oh, we're deep thinking now, Matthew. <laughs> this is interesting. I only go to the person who will cook for me every night. I'm very surprised that Face wouldn't go with the free takeaway. <laughs> There's a guy in uh, South Africa who pretended... Oh to be from head office in KFC I, I and turned up to plenty of the KFC outlets uh, across the country pretending to taste test for quality standards. How good is that? Turned up in a limo in some of these places and he just um, picked apart the food. He had a notepad and pen. He had fake ID. He got free food for a year. That is sensational. That is sensational. Great effort. Oh. He got arrested for it, but everyone, <laughs> social media's hailed as a hero. So that's the reason why I brought that one up. Uh, would you rather rock up to a game of footy and eat, forget either your boots, your mouth guard, or your jocks? I've done all of them. <laughs> <laughs> on the same day? Yeah, yeah on different on days. Uh, and I think mouth guard is, you'd rather that one, but I've lost, left my jocks behind, left yeah, my boots, boots behind. Definitely boots and yeah, mouth guard. Yeah, so all of the above, mate. Uh, you could probably get away with strapping up the boxes. I think we've seen plenty of teammates do that before, so yeah, there we go. Be hard to go without the boots, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, a few little quick ones: Grundy or Crips? Crips. Uh, needs basis, so you go Grundy. Franklin or Cameron? Cameron. Franklin. Rosie or Norton? Norton. Uh, hard to find, aren't they, big guys? Yeah, you go Norton. Yeah, that's it. I'm surprised. Rosie looks good, doesn't he? I'm surprised that you went uh, Franklin. I think Franklin's nearing the end. Yeah, yeah, but if you, I don't know. I'd just judge. I think, him the, as I think his last couple of years is going to be very minimal output for a lot of money. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Okay. Um, I'll be nervous if. What have we got? Well, boys, I would be nervous if I'm the rules or match committee. This year they changed the rules six six six. Expected biggest yeah. scoring. This is a good one from you, face. Uh, clearly hasn't happened. <laughs> you sound surprised. <laughs> um, Don Pike came out and said, if anything, it's become more contested. You lose the centre bounce. There's no one else there. As Would a, anyone as a have man. predicted the low scoring this no, year? Not at given all. the new because everyone's saying it's going to open it up. It's going to be great if you're a key forward. There'll be flogging. There's going to be plenty of did space. Did you hear what Essendon did? Yeah. Have you heard about this? Mm. Is that they had another one? Only 17 on the ground. They had an extra one on the bench. To try and get an extra person down. Because then when they came on, they've got 80 metres of free space because they knew that no one could man up on that person. Yeah, it's quite smart. The coaches are going to try and bend the rules as much as they can, whatever they bring Mm. in. Um, I'd like Essendon to uh, dodge with the rules. (laughs) (laughs) My next one, boys. I'd be nervous if I'm on the MRP, the match review panel. This week, Ablett's been cleared of Elbert two weeks in a row. Fife has been cleared, should have gone. Sam Durden lays a hip and shoulder. And gets a bloody week suspended. It's because yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, they say the best way to avoid getting suspended is to win a Brownlow. That was it was a Campbell Brown that <laughs> tweeted. That was yeah, very clever, very actually. I'll be nervous if I was the Essendon Bombers. Yes. Uh, Essendon Bombers okay. are currently three and five. Mm. They've got a real danger game this week. Free uh, at home. Richmond are waiting for them next week. If they go three and seven, this is a season of promise. Which gives them nothing. I'm going to say now that the Essendon Football Club, uh, the most overrated club in the competition. He said that about Adelaide about six I did, weeks no, ago. I did, and uh, now Essendon are in the blowtorch. So um, I was hoping you weren't going to bring that up. Uh, but Essendon is continually. What's people, his contract? Worstfold's contract. Not sure, but Essendon. The hype's always there, but yeah. they have failed to deliver year after year, and this could be another failed season for them. It's a massive game for them this week. Good call. Cool. Like uh, unlucky against Sydney last week. 
at the, you know, what was Rampy just quietly what was Rampy thinking in climbing a goalpost that was under 10s like, well if my under 10 I'd actually said to my under 11s on Sunday I said if anyone climbs a post today you're in big trouble <laughs> yeah um, Funky I'd be nervous if I'm Carlton defenders this week in the last quarter against Collingwood the superb team in the comp that Collingwood had 25 inside 50s in the last quarter I'm the defender I'm not looking forward to three quarter time and what's approaching me late that was comical how Connell just overran him in that last quarter. Mm. Operation pick one, boys. It's still on. Uh, uh, Worst Fold's got another year to go after this one, which is not in the realms of getting sacked this nah, year. Yeah, nah. they, they don't really sack coaches these days, do they? Too much money. Yeah, back in Co- the day. Cost too much. Back in the day, there was uh, coaches getting sacked everywhere. It's like EPL. How many coaches get sacked yeah, there? I think there's too much accountability for the money now, and there's the contracts are really hard to, to move around. Jeopardy more? That's it. I've got one more, boys. Kicking off from your ba- uh, bake a few weeks ago, Baz. Yeah. I'll be nervous if I'm the Adelaide 36ers. Today they announced four new you roster saw. spot signings. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk over the last couple of weeks. One, um, shouldn't be promoting another podcast, but the press box <laughs> with a couple of guys on there. Fantastic insight into um, uh, local SA sports and especially in the Sixers. Um, they announced that Deshaun Taylor, Kevin White, Daniel Dillon and Brendan Tays are the four more roster spots. All the import spots are taken. But there's big word out that Jacob Wiley will stay in Europe, so he'll get bought out, mm. and that Harry Froling will um, nominate for the NBA draft, so mm. there's more spots come. They reckon a, a, um, a former NBA player by the name of Will Bynum, 36-year-old will come in as the last input spot for the 36ers. I can't, I can't handle old blokes playing footy or playing sport. <laughs> <laughs> 36 is quite young, actually. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. But uh, very, very interesting how they shape their roster um, coming up. Uh, I think Baz um, called it early, didn't he, Face? About the... Uh, who were their players? Mm. Yeah, very, very interesting. They asked them for memberships, but who are their players? Uh, boys, how are we travelling now? We, are we nearly done? I think we're done. How are you looking for voting, uh, Face? You, do you know who you're going to vote for? Uh, I can't stand either leader. Yeah, well, there's a lot of parties out there, mate. You could go for the uh, <laughs> for the for the love party, or for the uh, firearms party, or for the oh, One Nation. You know what? You know, I'm just looking forward to going to get my uh, sausage sizzle, mate. Yeah, <laughs> democracy sausage. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you're steadfast, no, though. This man, our leader, knows a bit more about it. So good luck with your vote, mate. Well, I definitely won't be voting for One Nation. I would like to see them ruled out of politics. Like their last three months has been absolute disgrace. The work. Some how, of the stuff, how dare they go to the strippers? <laughs> it's disgraceful the, the stuff that they've the the work around uh, bringing trying to change gun reform into Australia yeah, is disc- absolutely dis- disgraceful yeah. and and their conduct as people who are highly paid they should be voted out on the weekend. Mm. So Actually, did you hear um, Pauline Hanson was on the Today Show this morning Thursday morning and they were getting stuck into her about percentage slides and she fit right back and said just like your ratings for the Today Show that's since, not bad since, oh. Carl, since Carl got the boot maybe they should bring Carl back oh. really that was bloody funny oh, oh that's fantastic I'll vote for it this week <laughs> <laughs> see you boys thanks yeah. Funky thanks Baz